You're good. Word. So yeah, that uh, Steve Angelini shit, BPD shit is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, explain explain that, please. So essentially, a 16 year veteran of the Baltimore Police Department, uh, making 87 bands a year of taxpayer money in his salary. Not including bonuses for overtime, hazard pay, all that stuff. They're COVID. It's they still have that like super fucked up system where they just get like dummy overtime money, right? Yeah. That's like still a huge like milkable thing. Oh, totally. You yeah. know. Um. Yeah. Um. He got caught running cocaine and uh, like Percocets and shit to. Um, the infamous Riders Motorcycle Club. Um, it's like it's a random like Baltimore, like black motorcycle club. I have legitimately never heard of them. <clears throat> I'd never heard of them infamous until, Riders. Yeah, I'd never, never heard of them until uh, I, you know, uh, covered the story. But uh, basically, he sold him a ghost gun. He, I guess, got an eighty percent or something. And made it into like a full nine millimeter AR-15 with like that took like lock mags and shit and sold it for five hundred dollars in a ball. Damn, for real? Yeah, that's sick. That's <laughs> psycho. It completely psycho. Uh, was like was straight texting uh the dude like, yo uh <laughs> yo I get paid Friday. Can I get a ball like that level of? This is a sixteen year veteran of Baltimore Police Department. I mean that honestly making eighty seven racks a year of taxpayer mm-hmm. money, but, base pay. But that's like legit proof that like nobody checks your like nobody is actively checking your text messages, my dude. Oh fuck no. We you know it's like when you were a fucking kid and it's like you had to have like a fucking cheat sheet of fucking code words, be like, hey, what's up? Are you at work today? I'd like to purchase a CD. You know, yeah. like a CD's an eighth and like a t-shirt's a fucking quarter. If people imagine it like a meter that fills, where it's like every time you say the word weed in text messages, it like goes down, like spawns fucking necroplasm meter. And like once you hit zero, then the feds are on the way. They're coming to bust through your fucking ceiling. To I pick feel like up. it's not even as cool as like the spawn necrometer. I legitimately feel like a lot of people act like it's some like hacker shit where there's like dudes in vans everywhere being like, we got him. He said weed on a text message. Bring <laughs> The SWAT team kill his dog, uh, the like thing duct tape is, his mom. The crazy thing is, is that they're not far off, and that that dragnet system does exist, and like they are reading all of your texts, listening to your conversations. Oh, anything you do on or near a fucking phone or a computer, they're logging, but they're not actively vetting. I was gonna you. say, yeah, but because of just how much data that actually ends up being, it has to work how it's always fucking worked anyway, which is the feds decide they're coming to get you. And they're coming to get you. It's just a yeah. matter of how they're doing it at that point forward. Yeah, 100%. But like, at, in the same breath, like, they are logging everything that you say. But unless you do something that's, like, legitimately interesting, they don't want to deal with, like, some dude who's just, like, buying eights every week from his boy. Right. The amount of weed that you would need to be pushing, or even, let's say, cocaine that you would need to be pushing to get on their radar would mean that you would be on their payroll. Honestly. They would like, already be paying you. No, they, it, would, it, would, it would honestly be... <laughs> no, that, that's, like, that's some real shit. Like, if you want to, like, talk about, like, the cops know about your drug shit, it's because you've reached out to them to pay yeah, them off. right. So that you can get to that level. Just like Steve Angelini. No, for real. Like This it, is how fucking deranged shit got with him. So they were on straight Scarface time. 
The dude traded, so... The dude had a crush on his sister. <laughs> nah, so... That's this, right, you heard it first. This is an exclusive... Steve Angelini wanted to fuck his sister. <laughs> so, Steve Angelini, this cop, this piggy, his original coke dealer, gets murdered. It's Baltimore. Boo-hoo. It happens. Um... So what ends up happening is he tries to use his connections to homicide to figure out who killed this guy and pass that information along to the infamous rioters so that they will retaliate, right? To the point where it ends up where he's telling this dude from the infamous rioters, the dude that he's now getting is he's like the dude he's hanging up like, yo, I get paid Friday. Let me get a ball. He's like, hey, I got this thumb drive with a video of this dude's execution that killed this dealer on it if you want it i'll give it to you for 500 dollars on a ball <laughs> jesus christ yeah and scammed him because the the thumb drive had no video on it so they were like going back and forth in text messages like dude's like what the fuck man i gave you this cocaine and this money and you didn't give me what i asked for like it, it's a fucking man and this is a baltimore police department 16 year veteran I'm I'm excited for David Simon to come through and make a special about this <laughs> right. one. It's yeah. a limited series, you know, the Angelini files. Of course. That was yeah, it was it was fucking insane. Um and apparently there was this other thing where they uh like at the precinct they all pulled up with their motorcycles and they were like, yo, we're the Bolcheviks. Ooh, good one. Oh no. No one should ever fuck with farmers. I read this crazy article about how AI is like learning how to be racist. It's rock and roll, bitch. It's pretty absurd thinking about it now. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. Complete nonsense. nonsense. <laughs> that was good. No, I like this is legitimately interesting because like it's a Baltimore cop doing like the Baltimore regular cop thing Baltimore things, yeah. Where it's like you know, it's like the the further away you get from like living around like, you know, City Hall, the more you're like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. Cuz like anyone that lives in the city or like works in the city or deals with things in the city of Baltimore, it's like yeah, I mean, cops. Yeah. That's what they do. Yep. You know, but then anytime you get, like, outside of it, like, when I talk to people who are, like, in the county or, like, in other fucking states. Libs from the burbs. Yeah, exactly. Or even, like, well-meaning people, like, who, like, aren't libs, who are, like, you know, living out in, like, different counties, and they'll be like, oh, shit, I heard about this. Co-. Like, that's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, like, you're dude, right. It's, it's not n- crazy, because, yeah. like, it's, it's just, like, what it... You're right. It's not even necessarily libs, because there's a lot of left-leaning people or, or people who describe themselves as leftists or socialists or whatever, like, sock dems or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. I guess, who followed me, and I was covering this uh, last night, and um, I'm gonna, at some point... I have to dedicate a whole stream to it because of how long it is and how much detail I have to go into and like explaining it and the precedent for it, some of the history of some of the stuff they talk about in it. But like the DOJ report findings of the Baltimore Police Department that came out in 2016 after the Baltimore Police Department went under consent decree when Freddie Gray got killed. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going into just like just a a smidge, like a, a crumb of that, just like skimming it. And people's minds are fucking blown when I was talking about how Baltimore has three times the drug arrests of any of the comparable cities and has like more drug arrests than like the bottom three cities combined that are of com- comparable 
size in terms of drug usage and and population and stuff and um uh we were talking like we we're looking at a map of baltimore and you know i was showing them like the black butterfly and the white mm-hmm. l and then overlaid over top of that was a map of where the police like to stop people mm-hmm. and it was i mean yeah it's the yeah. same it's the, it's the it same was map. the black butterfly yeah, yeah. it's the, it's same, the same it was it's the same picture it's the same picture <laughs> yeah yeah management once you yeah it's the same picture. yeah people were like what the fuck and there was like yeah there was like 50 year old dudes who get stopped like 30 fucking times in four years mm-hmm. never get charged with anything never get arrested yeah it's, they should shook down coming home from work yeah right yeah and, and their then, work van, like with their kid. And the statistic that not only did they actually find shit more often when they searched white people in like the burbs and shit, but I think it was like some outrageous number, like eight times. All. I might be misremembering that, but it was it was insane. It was it, a nuts. It, it would number. make sense for it to be like an exponential number because that's like not only like the audacity and just kind of like brazenness of like white people in like general Baltimore. Like, dude, honestly, yeah, yeah. including myself, like. Mm-hmm. When I was living like in not Baltimore, I would not get in a car with a bag of anything. I, you know, was real like locked up tight about like I'll get pulled over, cops will fuck with me, whatever. But then as soon as I came to the city, it's like I just they're know not how gonna those... do any like at most they're just gonna shake me down. Right. But, yeah, like, exactly. I don't care. They're like, not even gonna do that. I know how those white boys move out in the county. I'm from there. The one dude I knew had fucking two duffel bags full of fucking PCP. I was like, what is this, nineteen ninety fucking six? Yeah, exactly. We were, it are was you, like, are you, you cosplaying Johnny Depp and Blow right now? It, I right, yeah. What. It, it was like, God damn, what a fucking, those were some of the most ridiculous people I've ever encountered in my life. And no, I, yeah. Those types of people could only exist in like, like a place like Baltimore County, like a segregated suburb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even when you got out to like Washington County, where I was from, and like, those dudes like rolled fucking heavy, but those were all guys who just like used the interstate system. Because, like, Hagerstown is, like, the hub city, you know? Yeah. Because it was, like, mm-hmm. used to be the hub of, like, the, the north-south and the east-west railroad lines. And yeah. now it's where 70 and 83 meet. So you can be in, what, four different states in a matter of, like, 20 minutes or yep. something? So, like, even growing up, like, back in the day, it was kind of, like, a thing that everyone knew where it's, like, there's just, like, buildings and apartments and, like, even warehouses around, like, Hagerstown specifically, but also, like, Washington County that are just, like, stash houses and just, like, you know, flop houses for dudes where it's, like, they just, you know, shit changes hands so quick where it's, like, no one's going to, like, no one's going to fucking find them. But then, like, even within that, like, those dudes moved fucking numbers, but you still, like, had to somewhat like be cautious when you're rolling around because like out there like they will throw the book at you oh yeah for a dime bag if you're like a high schooler you know mm-hmm. what i mean and then moving down here where it's like i would legit be like smoking a joint walking down charles street with like you know like half a bag of fucking heroin in my pocket like that i was going to do when i got to my boy's house like had like you know like a half drank bottle of fucking like plastic bottle vodka in the backpack and then like a cop would roll by and just look at me and i'm just like yeah the worst you're going to do is take this joint from me and like that's all that's going to happen the first time i got pinched at wilkins i almost got my fucking head blown off i went to court and this this white girl in front of me got caught with like a fucking like quarter kid dope fucking needles all the shit got charged with like intent to distribute intent to manufacture 
all this insane shit, mm-hmm. and they were like probation before judgment. And yep. my, I had to pick my fucking jaw up off the floor. Yeah, dude. Because I, I just fucking knew if I caught all them charges, I'd be going to fucking jail for the rest of your life. Yeah, and you would be a hashtag. Yeah, straight up, I would be on a t-shirt. Yeah, but they fucking um, they fucking um, I like it's weird because it's like straight like Grand Theft Auto Five vibes. Where it's like, especially the area I grew up in, because it was like the hub, like in the 18, like late 1800s, like fucking, you know, like Abraham Lincoln passed through there, fuck for the Gettysburg Address and shit, um, all that kind of shit. Like, um, the first ever telegraph pole in the, like in the world got planted in that area. Mm-hmm. So it's like always been heavy, like wasp energy like waspy mm-hmm. vibes so those kids like them and the next generation of their family could literally do absolutely nothing and still be set in life but they're still just so fucking bored out in that enclave that their parents and grandparents created of like segregation and um like insulation from poverty because you have to drive fucking um like there was no public transit there was no sidewalks really um you would have to drive a solid like 10 minutes before you saw like any type of like hood shit we'll say Mm -hmm. um and the closest thing that was poverty was like we lived like you could throw a rock at this trailer park that was close yeah but um that shit was just like just kids who were just bored as fuck and they're like scarface was cool or whatever like Kids who want to do this shit or like me, like with their edge and like, fuck it, I don't give a shit. I'll sell this shit because like, I actually needed that money. These kids did not need that money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. No, like dude, growing up, like uh, a lot of like the kids who were like in my grade, who like sold drugs, big air quotes around that Mm -hmm. super well off, like. You know, now they're like, you know, went to university, like whatever state school they got into. They're like accountants and fucking like pediatricians and shit. You know what I mean? Like making like stupid money, got married, have like a golden retriever, two cars, a fucking like lake house with like all their cousins type shit. A fucking real estate mogul or some weird shit. Yeah. Like, 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 like just like all that, like, you know, small town, like, you know, parents are successful. I'll be successful. Like, fuck it. It'll be boring. But like, I know I can go to like the school of dentistry and like, I'll be set. But then, like, back in the day, like, these fools were just, like, selling weed and then, like, selling, like, actual drugs and, like, trying to sell guns, too. Yeah, that shit's wild. But because they were bored and because they thought it was, like, cool. But then the funny part about it is, like, they weren't really making any money because it was just, like, the same kids who had money, like, trading it within themselves. You know what I mean? So there's no like net profit. Yeah. So imagine being a cop making $87,000 a year doing that shit. Fucking wild, right? It's fucking nuts. (laughs) But even like, I I imagine if it's the same with like the kids that I was referencing where like, you you look at like pop culture now, the main reason why people talk about like, I sold drugs and I'm a criminal is to get laid. Right? Facts. Like, but the dudes- Yeah, but the dudes that I knew back then were not getting paid because, like, you can't get paid as a fucking 17-year-old. Like, you can't buy anything. You know what I mean? And then, like, 
all the girls that people wanted to like smash in Washington County, like were afraid of people that had like cocaine and guns. <laughs> so it was like this, it was so interesting watching these like loser dudes, like start to try to be cool by like getting into like the drug shit. And then they would hit this like Schrodinger's cat of like being able to get pussy. So maybe stole Schrodinger's cat in a different, you know, meaning. Right. And then it was like, you just wore this weird social pariah because it's like, Everyone knows what you're doing, and then like the you know like the cheerleader girls aren't going to get into your car, my G. Facts. You know what I mean? And I and I wonder if that like her dad's a fucking paralegal. She her he's gonna whip her ass if she sees if she's seen within a fucking ten foot radius. Of you. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like especially if you're not white, like she'll just get sent to a cousin's house right, in like facts. fucking Tennessee, and then there goes you know senior no year. shot. Yeah, I can't go to senior week now because my dad saw me in a car with a black dude who might have cocaine on him. As a black dude, the hat that was selling weed and maybe some other things in college that had a white girlfriend like system of a down cds <laughs> yeah whose fucking homeless methadone addicted father sent me death threats um i can tell Oof. you with authority that um if you are not white and you sell drugs you are probably not going to meet the parents no, this is not meet the parents. Like this this really is it's <laughs> no. Oh god. Fucking I wonder if that like remains the same now. Like cuz I don't I'm like I'm not really like into like the drug game anymore like in any like meaningful way, you know, like as yeah, I feel, I feel like that dudes that sell fucking weed. I was going to say I'm Cali sober. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not Cali sober. I drink too much, but it's like, <laughs> I don't like, and that's also like the really funny thing, like side note, I guess about like, not even, not only like me specifically, but like a lot of like my homies now, it's like no one really actively does interesting drugs anymore. Yeah. It's kind of just like, if it's around, they are, but like most of my friends now are just like, everything hurts when I wake up, even if I'm not hungover. like I'm always tired. I got bills. I can't just be out here doing whatever. Like, you know, like I don't have a Coke guy anymore. Right, yeah. I don't have like the dude with the perks. Like I definitely have like a dude with acid and mushrooms. Cause yeah. that's kind of like everybody, but it's like, it, it, the situation arose like not too long ago when someone from out of town kind of was like passing through and wanted to chill and then was like, Oh, I'm going to be here for a little bit. Like you want to just like get some Coke and we'll like go to the bar and just, you know, like, like, like we used to do 10 years ago. And I'm just like, dude, I don't have a Coke guy anymore. <laughs> like I can, I can point out the guy that has the Coke at the bar that we go to. Right. That's the extent of me like having a dude now. And I was talking to my boys you know like non-gender boys like my friends right and everyone's like in the same boat where like none of us really like it's like i could find it if like gun to my head i needed to but it's like of me being on like a comfortable basis with someone like i don't have like my fucking pill guy anymore but i can either find it or just go to a bar and be like oh there's the guy that has the drugs yeah i feel it it's Hello. a different different vibe for me because the the guy for me was Silk Road, so like yeah, when that became Feds, I just kind of stopped fucking around with a lot of that shit, and yeah, it's smart. now it's now it's like it comes and goes, and I don't have a guy, and I don't even like know like because normally like hanging especially hanging around the specific crowd that I used to hang around when people were fucking around with powders and shit like pre-covid and mm -hmm. shit yep. you would hear specific names get dropped or this person's oh, yeah. coming through or whatever and you're like oh, okay yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's the, the blank that's guy. the guy yeah yeah but now i don't even 
couldn't even do that. A lot of those guys retired, you know, and some of them because they realized it was time and others because they kind of read the room. It was like, I kind of feel like COVID. COVID reti- yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. Anymore. COVID retired a lot of people like, and, and a lot of those gray and black markets, like mm-hmm. s- strippers and sex workers and stuff yeah. like COVID fucked a lot of people over really hard. Yeah. I know. I know, you know, more than a handful of like sex workers who kind of had to stop getting their like you know their beer money basically you know yeah uh because i feel like people take that for because there's like the pandemic had a lot of like very adverse like uh not consequences but like there were there was there's like a lot of like random things that sort of like came from the pandemic that i would never expect one being like the massive union like drive that has been happening around the country specifically like i think around the world also but then also like a general acceptance of like sex work has kind of like become a theme of I think like the, the OnlyFans the thing popped thing. off. Cause there was there was the OnlyFans thing, but I think in terms of straight like like fucking and sucking or like you know what I mean or like mm-hmm. dancing or anything like that, people are still not really yeah like just from how we saw the the whole like uh, the district shit pop off with like the hustle club and all that shit those protests that were happening like. People are still really weird about that kind well, of. There's still going to be like reactionary politics too, and I also think that it like kind of like also proves a little bit of my original thesis with that, where like it became like so big and so normalized that then like the reactionary like right forces had to kind of mobilize. Right, I think OnlyFans only became socially acceptable because it's not intrinsically, even though it can be like overtly sexual. There's not necessarily overt like nudity. Like you could do like boudoir shit or like swimsuit shit or whatever. oh yeah i mean through only fans like any of those ludes, like, like not so, necessarily nudes just ludes yeah those like subscription-based platforms you can do kind of like whatever i mean i know like the foot fetish stuff like really popped off in the yeah, pandemic and that all. shit is so like that shit popped off so crazy that i remember women i knew were straight blurring their feet out in like instagram yep, pictures yeah yep. that shit's so no nigga, toes for free and all niggas that are shit. wild yo like i don't know it's a thing i mean like as a dude who like i'm mean, like i like feet i'm like a foot guy but like are you re- that shit's so weird dog. I'm not i can explain it in grave detail if you really want to <laughs> no, if you really want to do it no it actually like happened later in life and it like what it, 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 it no i get it it's like a definitely like a weird thing but i definitely feel like i'm not of like the weirder contingency about it like if i'm like okay so like if it's happening and i happen to look at their feet especially if they have like if they're like really petite I'm like, damn, it's a weird thing where it's like this. They're like so much smaller than me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's that aspect, I guess, kind of, but I'm I'm not like into feet. That shit's There's weird. like so many different levels of it where I feel like I just like brush the surface of that like specific kink because really it is just like aesthetically wise. Like if you have like nice hands or like nice feet, I think that they can be very attractive, which is like the what like the biggest part of it but then two like legit like i got a foot job one time and it felt Damn. really fucking good like like i was like really into it and didn't think i would I mean, be into in it. fairness like somebody could probably honestly if i was blindfolded you could probably do that shit with a cactus and depending on how you do it it'll feel good that's what, what i'm mean? saying so like it's like it was just like a thing where like it was presented and i was like sure whatever and then it happened and i was like oh wait i think i, I wait i like legitimately like this this is tight you know what i mean like this is tight and so then that's kind of like where it started and like i follow some like feet models on like instagram and stuff but it's like damn 
No, I do, but then deep in the game. Now. No, no, no. I'm not deep in the game. I'm not paying like for fucking like OnlyFans or like paying for the feet. No, I'm not doing that Yo, shit. But I'll, that's a I whole. I cook you. I'll me hit Merrick up. I'll hit Merrick up for you. So she she blurts some shits out, but like, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like when I like when I realized that that was like a kink. I guess that's a kink technically, or a fetish. I don't even know. I guess it definitely a fetish. Maybe I, a kink. I read a thing that it's like, uh, um, at least with boys that are into that from a young age, there's something about like confidence, where like you can't look people in the eye, so you look at uh, the ground, you look at their feet, and like, this. But this like legit happened like when I was like 20, yeah, that's 20, yeah. I, I got no. You, you know what I mean? You, you, you a wild one? Yeah, only for like the practical aspect. You, you know diff- what I mean? You different, bro. I am different. You, you, you different. know, I'm just I'm just built different i'm just i'm I'm one of one you know like i'll pop a toe in my mouth and we're fucking or whatever but it's like it's i don't know like it's just like been a thing where like i realize like oh yeah i fuck with that stuff but but even within that like that very much got like abused during the pandemic and like normalized to where it's like fucking normie people would be like i'm gonna start off like a foot instagram or whatever and then it's kind of like me being like them fucking hoves ain't shit you know like <laughs> in, in the same way that like you know back in the day like i think i brought this up like before but this is like dude this gets like stuck in my crawl so hard when it's like back in the day and it was like if you're a loser dude you're like oh fuck it if everything fails i'll join the army do it go be like you know a fucking that's fine you can be a test dummy but then right. the girls would all be like if this doesn't work out i'll just be a stripper thinking that's like super easy to be like a stripper or a sex worker right you know what i'm saying mm. it's like that shit is hard as fuck it's and extremely like extremely fucking difficult work. like you last like maybe a couple weeks or whatever but it was like it was interesting with the pandemic because like around that time there were a lot of people who were just doing like very casual only stuff where it's like oh everyone's at home getting these fucking checks like okay i'll like no face tits out like you know fucking smash the bean for like right. 20 minutes make a cool 35 bucks that's like my cigarette money i got finessed out of my bread that way you know what i mean oh i, I, I have you, also you make yeah. that mistake one time mm-hmm. you know what i mean it, well, like, it happens once yeah, like Shorty's cute. Let me see what what she got going. Oh, did on. you do like the Tinder, the Snapchat route? Nah, I had, that, no, that was fuck no. That was the one that got me. That's nah. That's all you're getting. Nah, you're getting annoyed off top immediately. That there's no pipeline for that. But this is someone I like knew, and we. Um, I guess technically that was it. I knew them in real life, and we ended up matching on Tinder and kind of chatting up a little bit. Nothing really happened, but like. I we were friends on Snapchat and they dropped the OnlyFans link. So I was like, all right, whatever, I'll see what's up. Drop paid my little five dollars. And it was just like fucking like like Some thirst shit. Yeah. It was bullshit. It was like thirst traps, yep. blurry ass fucking like I was like, nah, this is like nah. Well it's like the fucking like the catch me outside girl became one of like the most like profitable only fans accounts yeah because she posted that shit and made like like dummy money i bet but it's that's all, weird as fuck but it's like all lewds like it's not even yeah, like like there's no even, pink not even like nips like there's nothing saying. there there was like it, it, and it one get your bag however you want like if you can right. finesse idiots off of like a only fans paywall where you just you don't have any fucking nudes do right. it scam these losers but at the same time it's like the one picture was man. just like straight up just like nut like the dude's dick and then nut on your back and nothing else. I paid five dollars for that. Yeah, and I'm just like, all right, so like, you got me. Cool. I'm glad I could support you, but um, I, I don't want to. I would like. I don't want to pay for this again. Yeah. No. And that, I think that everyone has to go through that of like, 
Yeah, the, the OnlyFans like is a very very sick finesse because it's like it wasn't even the whole dick; it was just like the glistening tip and just, just the fucking head. You know, and it's like like, like like the pinched off head. Yeah, like nothing about any of this is. It's like it's. it's I guess to, it's I cool. Like that you get you like you guys just had sex, so I guess that's sexy. But like, what? Like, how am I supposed to jerk off to this? Dude, on, okay, honestly, like, welcome to Jerk Talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> this has become Bolsheviks after dark. Um, But no, like, when I look at porn, like, this is why I don't like, like, lesbian porn. I don't understand dudes who like lesbian porn. Really? Why? When I look at pornography, I like to imagine that I am the person with a penis mm, in okay. the you know in the situation yeah unless it is like specifically like someone doing like nude modeling right so like i can get down to an extent with like girl on girl or person with vagina person with vagina like porn if they're like doing their thing because like if they're hot you know what i mean like i can i can like like to watch attractive people fuck i feel but it. most of like the enjoyment from like porn in like the broader sense of what could ever be considered pornography is like the act of imagining that I'm like an active participant in the event. I got you. You know what I mean? And so then like when I guess you look, I understand that. And so then when you look at like, when I look at like these like only fans things or like people's like, like their Twitters, you know what I mean? Or like they're, they're like, yeah. they're, they're free shit. That's on like, they're like all my links and all that bullshit. Uh-huh. And it's like, this weird like vaguely sexual thing you know where it's like the open hand with like some cum in it or like yeah them laying down on the it's like all these like different situations where it's like you're alluding to sex or you're showing counterparts of sex but this does look like what am i supposed to do this with is like this? a preview this is yeah. like i paid eight i paid twelve dollars for the ticket and i saw nothing but previews yeah like, i mean like it literally is what it is is like this like i i paid for the meal and you just gave me like a side salad yeah you know what I mean? Like it's it's very much like the like Lacroix of sex, where it's just like I I think Not I even, taste a little bit. Lacroix is still refreshing. It'd be like <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, you could still nut, like you can still be refreshed. It's just not going to be like as enjoyable as it was if it was like good porn. I mean, but like if if so, if you're leaving shit to the imagination, I'm just going to use my imagination. Yeah, but like, I don't need to pay money to do like an ad, like a sexual ad lib, or like a sexual prompt. Like at that point, I'll just watch like a JOI video or like, something. You know? Me just thinking about fucking you is so much better than seeing pictures of the blurry aftermath of some other dude fucking you. Yeah, I. It's just like it does nothing for me. It's actually very, very funny. Um, so like, I went camping this weekend. I'll I can talk about that probably later or whatever. But um, like I didn't jerk off at all while camping. Like I wasn't going to in the first place, but also like I ended up sharing yeah. a tent with someone, so I didn't really have like <clears throat> no not weekend. Time. Yeah, it was the whole thing. It was it was a very men going their own way situation. I feel it retaining you the semen retention. Yeah, I feel male really, vital energy. I'm really energetic and really strong. I feel really vital right now. Have you tried out your telekinesis powers yet, or? Yeah, I don't want to do it right now. There's too many electronics in the room. Okay. I don't want to fuck anything up in here. Okay. My, I don't know if my homeowner's insurance covers like semen retention based telekinetics, but okay. I got to check my traveler's app just to All make right. sure. But um, no, I had like a sex dream about someone. And then like, Oof. but I realized that it was a dream. It was like, well, I'm here. And then like had dream sex with them. Right. And then I woke up and then. <laughs> 
was like, oh, that was, you know, I knew that was a dream. So that was cool. And then I like fell back asleep because it was like still really early. And then I had another dream that they were in. And I realized it was a dream again and was like, oh shit, like the recurring sex. We're going to have sex again then because this is a dream. And then like I had sex with like this person in my dreams, like two dreams in a row. And it was really fucking like weird. And so, like, legit, like, one of the first things I did when I got service and, like, was back in civilization is I, like, hit up one of my homies who, like, you know, is, like, uh, like a fucking psychologist or whatever, like a therapist. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're not my shrink, but I will sometimes <laughs> hit them up to be, like, hey. What is this about? Um, yeah, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, is this cool? Is this not cool? Is this a thing? Like, whenever I have, like, a legitimate, not, like, an emergency, but, like, a hey, a professional off-the-books opinion, like, right. is this blah, blah, blah. And I, like, <laughs> I, I hit them up and told them about it. And I was, like, is that, like, creepy? Is that, like, we Like, and they're, like, well, it's kind of weird, but no one was hurt and it's not like a real thing. So you're, you're cool. (laughs) As long as you realize that it's like kind of weird that like someone who you barely know was like the subject of like two sex dreams. And in your dream, you were like, well, it's a dream. So might as well fuck it. Cause I'll never get to do it otherwise. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, eh, fuck it. Right. (laughs) But that's like the same thing with like some of this, like, like, like the porn stuff. Like I, um, I date that this episode is not going at all in the direction I thought it would, which is, which is very funny in and of itself. <laughs> this went a very weird yeah, direction from this, I said it. This, yeah. yeah. This had, this has been a fun one so far. Um, but, um, no, like I, um, I dated someone who was like very anti porn, <laughs> like, like you thought it was like gross style. Damn. A, a woman going their own way. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking wig towel. Um, damn you. And so, you know, like she was like very anti-porn. And when we like started dating, I like told her like my porn and like masturbation schedule, basically. Sketch. The sketch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, everyone has it. I mean. Everyone I mean, has it. Okay. All everyone right. has it. All you right. know what I mean? People. So this is like a fun fact for literally anyone. But like if you ask someone like, how much do you jerk off? And they're like, oh, I don't know. They're a liar. Because they know. <laughs> 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 everyone knows how frequently they jerk off uh, facts and everyone knows how frequently they watch porn and everyone knows what porn they like so anytime someone's like oh i don't i mean uh, let me check my they're just embarrassed about it or they're just being like weirdo or they're trying to like gauge the vibe of the room you know what i mean mm. but i was very open i was like here's how many times i masturbate typically in a day <laughs> you know like i this is when i watch porn it's not me. I don't. I don't masturbate. I don't watch porn. I don't have sex. <laughs> You're just like still super edge. Yeah. You're just building all your energy so you can like turn yeah. into Doctor Manhattan. Uh, a level. I'll become a level forty wizard. Yeah. <laughs> I'll become a reality bender. Dude. All right. Um. Off topic, but not really. Um. I know one person who is remotely our age, who is a virgin still, and like, I really think they might gain superpower soon <laughs> you know i thought that was gonna be me we uh there i have a friend i'm not gonna name just because obviously but 
we used to geek about him retaining his wizard magic, mm -hmm. but he recently lost his V card. Well, good for him. Yeah, <laughs> good for him. I mean, it sucks. You like got kicked out of the mages' college because you committed the cardinal sin, but got expelled from Hogwarts. No, you really did. No, you you expelled your Hogwart. You you, you, yeah. you drained your Hogwart. Basically, yeah, basically, you got the pus out of your Hogwart. Um, but no, like my my friend like is not interested in sex. I don't even know. They might be asexual, honestly. Yeah, but like I look sense. at them as like a fucking mythical creature where I'm just like, it's it's so crazy. That's how we viewed this dude for real. Because my fucking hormones hit me like a truck, and this dude just like did not give a fuck at yeah. all about any of that. I got I have a couple friends who like fucked, but like that was because people were like, uh into the fact that they didn't give a shit you know what i mean they were just kind of like normies who like weren't like sweating on fucking whatever you know they were attracted to yeah and so then when people like notice it they're like oh wait you're like nice and you're not trying to smell my panties so do you want to smell my panties and they're like <laughs> i mean i like you uh, you hakashu doesn't come on for a while right. so like sure like whatever dude but no i um i dated a girl who was like anti-porn and was like kind of weird about jerking off and i went from like just not constantly like i didn't i don't think i had a problem but i definitely like had a very <laughs> a healthy masturbation schedule to like yeah. not just straight up like cold turkey not watching porn not doing that i like unfollowed all the fucking porn stars off like instagram and twitter Damn. and shit no because i was like legit i was like all about it i was like cool if like this is like legit a thing like this is a concession where i'll meet you like i don't know if like i dated a vegetarian and they'd be like yo give up meat not that it's like meat rocks, like Steven Crowder's the man, but it's like, that's, that's like a whole, like, that's a lot. Like, I'll do it when I'm around you. But like, this person was legit. Like, I don't fuck with porn. I think it's just fucking weird. Jerking off a lot. It's like fucking weird, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'll see what's up. And like, I, I was like pretty good about it. Like, I really like when things were good with us, I didn't do it. But like, it was, it was fucking like wild to like not have porn around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because, like, it's so normalized. And I wasn't, like, avoid, like, actively, like, oh, no, I looked at, you know, porn, like, I'm cheating or something weird like that. But it was, like, when I tried to actively abort, uh, like, avoid things that would be considered pornographic, it was, like, really, like, eye-opening, like, how much shit on the internet is just, like, vaguely horny enough yeah right you know mm -hmm. and especially like during the pandemic stuff or like post pandemic stuff where it was like so many like randos were like trying to like dip their toes pun intended into like <laughs> only fans and like porn stuff it just reminds me of being like eight years old and getting like the victoria's secret angels books and like trying to peep outlines of nipple through like sheer fucking lingerie oh those those uh the the pages of the various like lingerie catalogs in my mother's house were sealed together with like liquid <laughs> cement <laughs> no that was like how i learned to read was like cosmo and like victoria like dude learn to read playing street fighter <laughs> i learned to read from fucking cosmo at the pool honestly Damn. wow because i just like would have to hang out with my mom and all of her friends and they were like cosmo people like one of the first shows I saw the whole way through was like Sex in the City because they were all yeah. into that shit when I was like a little ass kid. But then like one of the first like articles in a magazine I remember reading is a Cosmo article about like you take a fucking glazed donut and wrap it around a dude's dick and jerk him off with what it. What in the fuck? And then like you lick the sugar off of his cock. I'm legit like that elementary just like school. A yeast infection. I mean, it, it sounds like someone who's never had sex be like, this yeah. will be fun. Yeah, I'm just it's like, like people who actually think like the popcorn thing is like real. 
Pop the fuck? We stick your dick in the bottom of a popcorn bag oh, at a movie yeah, theater. Okay, you know what yeah, I'm talking about? Yeah, that no one does that. Yeah. No, no one does that. <laughs> that would burn. That would hurt. That so would hurt fucking bad. so bad. All that hot every butter. component Yo. of that, the sugar, the kernels, the pi- like everything about that. Also, how are you going to cut a hole in the bottom and have something sit there and then like it's just it like just take a science yeah. class, my G. Right. Take a science. It's just like you're uh, so horny. You're not so horny to, that you can like avoid physics. We used to, it was a fucking this like meme we had when i was like a, a sophomore in high school or junior in high school was big sausage pizza you ever hear big sausage pizza of course i have <laughs> that shit was so fucking stupid dog i, I first peeped that shit and i was like fam who carries a pizza like that the cheese is all going to be slid to one side of the fucking pie and no one it's like, what is that? It's a sausage. Like, Ooh. fam, your dick is in the middle. The the pizza's not even cut, my guy. Yeah, right. Like, uh. no, there's that's like an awesome thing about porn is like this expectation of like this weird fantasy that was strictly developed psyop style. Like, you want to talk about like the CIA being in control of like mind control stuff. An MK Ultra thing that actually is real is the idea that like you can be a delivery person and you'll get tipped in ass that has literally never happened to me i have been in one one vague situation where i was probably horny posting in real life when it happened where i was delivering shit and the woman answered the fucking door with like a robe that was barely tied on and she had she was like like legit like milf milf like like plastic surgery built underneath Mm -hmm. that robe you know what i mean yeah like science was holding them things in place right and she came in she came out with the fucking like barely covering everything robe situation and i gave her her shit and then i like went to turn around and leave and she's like wait don't you want your tip and then just like walked back into the house but like opened the door a little bit more you know what i'm saying yeah and i kind of just like stood there and this is like when i first had my like my current job and i was like you know i was i was in a relationship so i wouldn't have even done it anyway right but then it's like i kind of stood there for a second and i was like am i supposed to go in in there am i about to have like a quickie with like a married woman in like fucking like lutherville right now like what the fuck is this and then i just like legit like ran into the van and like sped the fuck away you know what i mean but it was like that's the only <laughs> thing that was ever remotely close yeah that never happened i fucking the closest i got to that was i delivered to this motel six and uh there's these two white girls in there the one was naked in the bed when i came to the door she just pulled the blankets up over her and the other girl was naked and answered the door like that and was like on the other side of the door like oh just yeah. with her head and like the only reason yeah. i knew is because they did a really shit job of closing the blinds <laughs> so i could see in my peripheral vision the like, reflection of yeah like in the mirror next to the thing yeah, yeah. so i'm like okay i'm clearly not supposed to see you so i'm not gonna look or whatever yeah i'm just gonna like thousand yard i'm just gonna look through you guys i yeah i'm gonna like, glaze over it's fine it was like the fucking this is my mom's friend meeting mom's friend for the first time the cleavage is out and it's like gotta oh, slip Jesus. eye contact eye contact eye contact yeah. that was it was that yeah and fucking um yeah i just got i just took i delivered my fucking the shitty pizza and wings and took my little two dollars and fucked off 
but I deliver from pizzas for like I so I deliver food, not even just pizzas at that one spot because I delivered that spot for like five years. But I was doing Uber Eats for like two or three years too. The that has never happened, but the amount of people that have invited me inside to do bong to rips smoke or fucking the, weed is insane. That happens all the time. Yeah. Oh, that has happened to me. So like more times than I can count. Yeah. That I've it's, have it's, have done or have like passed the, down. You know, the only perk of the job. Like I'll tell you one thing: if you want to do that, offer your delivery person weed. Don't offer them hard drugs and don't offer them alcohol because like you can't really drink and do the delivery shit. There was this dude. So <clears throat> it was like the best fucking night ever at seven eighty six. I was delivering pizzas in Hailthorpe. I delivered to, uh, <clears throat> at the time, was uh, the dude I was moving weight with. And he tipped me <clears throat> with a 20. And then um, immediately after that, the very next delivery, I didn't even have to go all the way back to the spot. It was just I had multiple bags mm-hmm. and I was going to hit yeah, yeah, this yeah. house. This yeah, house yeah. I come back. The next house after that was this dude who was drunk as fuck. And just gave me two like hard boxes of Dutch Masters, like yep. blunts. Mm-hmm. Like, which is like, here you go. Uh, it gave me a $20 tip and gave me. Oh, fucking, shit. And yeah it, it, yeah, it was one of the most nuts nights ever. Just at random. I'm not going to lie. I have done that, especially like in college. Like, because now, like, like with. I don't know. Is this like an old guy thing where it's like. Yes, this dude was old as fuck. No, no, no. An old guy thing where like you used to like tip in cash. Because now that everyone orders like Uber Eats and like DoorDash, it's all taken out the fucking PayPal or out the card. Yeah. But that used to be a thing where it's like, even if you're buying over the phone with the card, like you're still kind of expected to tip in cash. And that would happen all the time in college where it's like, we just like would be stoned as fuck and would order a fucking pizza or whatever, you know, pizza or subs or whatever. And they would show up and then like everyone in the house does the like, oh, like the performative like padding yeah, of the pocket. I feel like it was kind of and then just be like you got a minute bro and then just like pull out a fucking blunt and be like take as much as you want dude right. you know I would do that all the time fuck yeah but it's, I've also given papers and I've given I've given like closed beers and being like yeah dude sure. I don't have any fucking cash but like do you drink and they'd be like yeah and I'd be like alright here's fucking like two rain I won't lie I've drank one or two perhaps road beers delivering pizzas in the snow you know what I'm saying? When you're out in the cold and shit. There's nothing wrong with is. the occasional road soda. <laughs> it's just it, everything in moderation, my G. You know? But yeah, it, that shit was lit. The first week I was mad scared, but by week two, I was definitely L riding those deliveries. One person from fucking uh in Westland Gardens actually called and complained that my car smelled like weed when I pulled up. And they were like, Did you get your food? Was there anything wrong with it? No? Okay, have a good day. All right, have a good one. Bye. <laughs> it's crazy how smells work. See ya. Like, one of the best times that I had um, doing a delivery was, like, right in the beginning of me working my current job. Um, when we were doing a lot more shit uh, with, like, payouts for, like, class action shit in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, not to really tattle on the situation too much, <laughs> but, like, we did a lot um, back in the day specifically where it was, like, um, lead paint and asbestos basically anything that was like related to the adverse effects of living in like specifically public housing in in baltimore like Mm -hmm. back in the day it was one of the like the harder parts of my job like mentally like emotionally like yeah you know having to meet like 30 year olds with like the um you know like the like the mental faculties of like an eight-year-old kind of 
which is like very real and very intense when you like see them, you know, face to face. You know what I mean? But with that, um, we used to kind of just like be the person who shuttled out um, settlement checks or announcements of, you know, settlement dates. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so this was equally like the part where I was offered the most like tips in air quotes and also the times when I got the most guns flashed at me yeah because i'm like rolling through the projects <laughs> or i'm rolling yeah. through like the like the actual hood right and then it's like i pull up to the porch i knock on the door i go to the apartment building even you know right and it's just legit like what are you doing here flashing the end of the fucking pistol tucked in the pants right. and i you know i'm like hey like here, like showing the clipboard like looking for this person from this law firm i think it's a money thing i don't fucking know like right you know what i mean i'm just here because i'm paid to be i'm just delivering y'all good news so please don't shoot me <laughs> with that stolen just please don't right but um so that was like pretty much every time i've had a gun pulled on me except for one person who i think we were serving for like a child support thing at like his girlfriend's house or you know what i mean like one of those um so i, I delivered to this house like around like upper Reisterstown road like anyone who like lives around here knows the general area that i'm talking about you know and um i pull up and immediately everybody on their porch just like is staring and then you could see all the like hoppers yeah like, running mm -hmm. or like walking for those who haven't seen the wire or don't <laughs> live around here hoppers are just like generally like younger kids who are the ones who handle the drugs for the drug dealers or are like young drug dealers in and of themselves and also act as like messengers, you know? So as soon as I rolled up on the block and jumped out the car and they saw me, they were like, Oh, this is a thing. And then everyone went to go tell like their boss basically what was happening. Yeah. And I roll up to the house and there's like dudes on the porch. Right. And so I'm like walking up closer and it's that thing where it's like, I don't want to make eye contact while I'm in the yard, but I'm obviously in your yard and I don't, like, I know you guys are looking at me. I don't know what to do. So I step up on the porch and I get halfway up and then I look up and no one's like moving for me. And I was like, Hey, I got a, you know, I got a delivery for blah, blah, blah. And like, no one responds. And I was like, it's from this law firm and no one responds. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's like for a payout from like that class action stuff. And then immediately everyone was like, Oh fuck. Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone was <laughs> yeah. like super into it. The person who I was supposed to be delivering to was like sitting on the porch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like everyone was there. Right. Like they kind of like waved to people across the street to say like, I was cool. And then legit, like I gave it to them. They asked me questions. I told them I don't have answers. And then legit, like they just kind of like closed the circle around me. And I was now part of their like circle that was already happening. Right. Yeah. And I kind of like couldn't leave, but also like they're kind of like talking to me enough to where I'm like engaged and didn't want to be rude. You were right, right. I wasn't like afraid, but I just like didn't want to be rude. Yeah. But also there's like, I think like eight dudes and then just like <laughs> me. Right. And then it's like some guy had like a cup of fucking lean and like, you know, passed it to me. I was like, well, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> you know? right, so right. I took a little sip of the fucking lean and then like, that was great. And then they had a blunt. And then they like passed me the like in this like blunt rotation that was already happening. And like I hit the blunt <laughs> and then like some other dude just like whipped out the fucking bag of Coke. And I was like, okay, I can't do that. This is too much. And the guy kind of like, <laughs> I'm on the clock at, still. You know what I mean, the guy kind of looked at me and I was like, 
I'm working, man. Like it's like 2 p.m. Like I got a bunch of other <laughs> shit to do. Like I'll take a sip. I'll take a little tiny sip of the syrup. It's not going to make me lean enough to where I'll be right. like really uneasy. It'll make my day go by faster. Yeah, and I'll, I'll hit the blunt. Wonderful weed. Thank you, gentlemen. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> but, but it was like yeah, compliments like, to the chef. No, like that's like you are more likely to have like random dudes who maybe were going to beat your ass, like give you promethazine and fucking marijuana, than you are like some woman being like. Oh, well, my husband isn't home. Right. Can you help me fix my radio? And then they just show hole. Like, that's not going right. to happen. Yeah. Yeah. She no. bends over to pick up the newspaper and it's bare ass. Yeah, like, exactly. No, that's nah. not going to happen. Yeah. The best that's going to happen is like the despondent old man who's sitting at the, at the like, conjoined porch is going to look at you and then just ha- like pass you over a joint. Or like one time I had some dude and like I took it. Where it was just like some old guy sitting on the porch. I go to the door. I deliver the thing. The guy's sitting on the porch. And as I'm knocking on the door, he pulls out like a bottle, like a non-label just bottle of like like brown liquor <laughs> and pours two shots. And then is just <clears throat> looking at me. And I look at him. And then he like one finger like scoots it over. And I was like, well, I can't be rude. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, it's 1130 in the morning, but like I can't <laughs> be rude. You know, like the only literally it happened one time. It was only one time and it was like set up. Someone was like, I'm going to order and you know what I mean? It'd be hot if you come and this hat, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm done doing mm-hmm. deliveries anyway. So That's fun. That would be really fun. I mean, I, I guess. Nah, I'm not really. In, it was. You don't a like lot that? Of, like, I mean, play it's, that's, I mean, that shit's cool, but it's like, it's so much effort. <laughs> I've definitely had like a, a similar scenario where like the person was working at like an establishment where people sort of fantasize about like wouldn't it be cool to hook up with a person who works at this specific type of place and we were already hooking up and like they were getting off and I kind of was like hey do you want to do like the maybe stranger pretending thing where we meet in the bathroom <laughs> and that was fun yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. like that was cool <laughs> but like yeah, I, I I guess I feel it. Like at the end of my shift, like I don't know what I would do if like someone who I'm hooking up with was like, "Hey, can you?" It'd be really this was years ago. It'd be really fucking sexy if you pretend to come to my house in order to give me copies of a case file from <laughs> 2013. You know what would really just get me super fucking wet? <laughs> like if you have if you give me date stamp copied returns off civil cases that you filed at Patapsco Avenue. Mm, right. Boy, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's a little I don't different. know what I would do if it was like I don't know. It's a little different, but <laughs> it's just like hey, I've always wanted to fuck the pizza guy. You oh, the pizza yeah. guy. That's like, a manufacturer. I, I, I think that's. A, I think that's a manufactured fetish. One hundred percent. Yeah. I would like. I would love to talk to. God, I don't know if I would love to talk to a porn historian because that can get. <laughs> those credentials, weird. I think, uh, can be fabricated to be like you're just a freak. Right. You know, that's one of those things with like uh, ten thousand av- uh, ten thousand hours makes you an expert. So technically, I'm an expert of watching pornography. It's like no, you're just you just like to be you're just very lonely, my guy. Yeah. You just like, need to, um, to experience the touch of a woman or a man. Yeah, a touch of a somebody. Or a gender forming individual. Yeah, 100%. So that just, they then pussy be hitting too, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it, it will make you do some <laughs> crazy things. No, they them genitalia will really make you rethink your entire life real real quick. It's <clears throat> we've all we've all 
we've all done it for the nookie. Oh, not me. Um, I'm celibate. Preemptive. I don't want to make this uh, predict. Okay, I'm gonna use my um, my no nut weekend um, <laughs> vitality harnessing telekinesis to Psychic look into the ether. I hope I don't make a dark prediction that Fred Durst is gonna die soon. Really? They canceled their tour. Limp Bizkit canceled their tour because of non non disclosed health complications with Fred. So I hope I'm not reading into the tea leaves and using my magic for evil. I don't think. Uh, I mean, who knows? It could be. Because Fred has been late, like been low key forever. You know what I mean? It could be just like he caught COVID and doesn't feel like doing it anymore. Honestly. I'm going to be real. Like he's old enough to where like he could have had like real quiet, like liver, kidney, stomach cancer. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would not surprise me if he, you know, because he has to be, he's like in his 50s, right? At least. Yeah. I never believe any of that shit because Keith Ape was talking about how he's like going to die within a year or some shit like that. I don't know. I feel like, and, and with uh, fucking Machine Gun Kelly talking about they have like a suicide pact or some weirdo shit like that. I don't like, give a fuck about anything with Machine Like, I legitimately... I there's like everything I know about Machine Gun Kelly is against my will. I have <laughs> I, I I'm not being like an edge lord. I don't think I have ever listened to a Machine Gun Kelly song on purpose. And then if I have like incidentally, I could not tell you what any of their stuff sounds like. I heard uh, the um, the song he did with Waka Flocka before Eminem cooked his shit so bad he completely changed genres of music. Um, and then that's I what heard, happens when you fools don't defend pop punk. Machine Gun Kelly comes in. Yeah, you failed. This is why shit needs to get, be gay kept. And this is yeah, this is legitimately why there needs I, to be edge lords. Like, yeah, like as much as I'm not a fan, like I don't really appreciate Eminem. Shout out to Eminem for getting MGK the fuck out of hip hop. But um, I like I I unironically like Eminem. I feel it. I mean, I don't hate Eminem. I don't dislike Eminem. It's more of just like it's not my cup of tea. Anecdotally, I like them because I was like in a like a small town white dude bordering on yeah. white trash during like the height mm-hmm. of like Eminem. Like I had like the shaved head, like bleached hair oh, thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm from the, I'm that. From- also was in solidarity with like my my like dead sister who yeah. like. I mean, she wasn't dead at the time she dyed her hair, but when okay. she was like doing her like uh, breast cancer thing, mm-hmm. it was right around like the eight mile coming out shit. Uh, yeah. So she had like the kind of a little more than peach fuzz, peach fuzz, like post chemo thing. Yeah. So me, her and her son all like shaved our head in solidarity and like dyed it, you know, like did the bleach thing it. and went and saw eight mile at the theater, you know, That's sick though. it was tight as fuck. No dude, like. One of the best nights of my life. I mean, aside from like the fact that like someone who I love dearly like was like decaying in front of me. Yeah, it's fucked up. You, you know what we uh, time capsule shit. You know what we did afterwards? Mm-hmm. Pizza Hut and Twisted Metal Black. Fuck. Like yes. legit. Like the That's most. Crucial. Like like two thousand three is fuck. Yeah, like the most shit you can imagine for like that time period. Yeah. Like Eminem in the theaters, like playing fucking Twisted Metal, like Pete, like old <sighs> Pizza Hut when it was just grease. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? OG Pizza. Hut. Yeah. Like it was fucking the sick. actual hut with the fucking fireplace in the middle and shit. Mm-hmm. Pizza Hut, you could have taken a date to. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. Servers and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit's uh, Pizza Hut. You could have taken a date to. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I wasn't. He- I I'm 
from Beemore County, so I was aware of that shit. And I was briefly into it. I fucked with the song that Eminem had out with Dre. Like, motherfuckers act like they forgot about Dre. That joint dropped, and that was tough. It was on 92Q. I fucked with it. Did you watch, like, all the, some of the documentary stuff about <clears throat> his? Or, nah. like, it is, like, uh, like as... It's, I was tangentially aware just because of how popular he was on MTV and shit and how other people talk about him, but mm-hmm. I was never bothered to um, read too. You should watch stuff. it. I'll watch it. We can watch it. You like, I watched release. 8 Mile. But. Well, yeah, 8 Mile is great. Um, I, I, I genuinely enjoy that movie. Like, Exhibit, Brittany Murphy, fucking Eminem. Very fun cast. Yeah. Cheddar Bob. Cheddar I, Bob is is a cultural milestone. Yeah. The dude who shot his own dick. Mm-hmm. I didn't see I didn't see it till way later. Like oh. I, I probably watched 8 Mile for the first time, which I think is cool though cuz I wouldn't have pr- appreciated it. No, 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 not at all. But um <laughs> like divorce from like Eminem the character like I highly recommend there's like all this documentary footage of of him like and Dre doing like the first record and shit, you know? And so it's like Dr. Dre talking about like meeting Eminem for the first time and like coming into the studio and like writing a bunch of the, like the seminal songs in like one session. Yeah. And just like, he just the raw talent of Eminem just like being probably like in his younger days, like one of the best, like freestyle guys, one of the best, like battle rapper dudes, like, and they just talk about like how much of this was just like off of the dome and like just the insane like diamond in the rough status that then like Dr. Dre was able to like as like a you know quote pioneer yeah, of the genre yeah. to then be like oh I can like I can make you like the biggest rapper in the world because like it's all here right and we can do and he's this white. He's the corporate color so this oh. will actually work oh yeah no and then like I mean God I love <laughs> so much of his shit fucking like um, Stan. Stan is one of like my favorite songs. You know that that song where like they sample Dido. Yeah, yeah. And the video crucial, has man. fucking um That music video as well has got Devin Sawa. Yeah, Devin Sawa yeah. in it. Yeah, dude. Fucking Dear Slim. Like still just so many memes come out of that dude. No, nah, he I fuck with him and I'm very, very heavily. Um, but that is the episode. We'll end it on some Eminem fanboy ing. Um <laughs> Thank you everybody for listening to the show. As always, we very much appreciate it. Um if you like the show, please like and subscribe. Um, it means the world when people do that. Uh, give us a good rating wherever you listen to the show. Five stars, whatever. It it legitimately helps us out and helps us grow the show and all that stuff. Uh, please, please do that. Um, we have a Patreon, $5 a month. You get an extra episode every week that we put out episodes. Um, and you get access to the Discord chat. Um, i trying to think. What else. We have, we're on all social media platforms. Bolchevix is, is everywhere on there. From there, you can find the individual profiles for myself, Kevin, and super producer Andrew. Um, Andrew and I have another podcast, Fish to Break to Service. That is a berserk uh, manga uh, the, 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 um, book club podcast. We will be releasing a new episode. Uh, it will be out by the time this is up, honestly. So go check that out if you like mangas and, and shit like that. Uh, Kevin has... His streams Monday, Wednesday, Friday. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. Uh, Twitch, are you still banned? No, that was only for 24 hours, and it was on my day off. So. As of right now, Kevin is not banned uh, on yeah. Twitch. It was only a 24-hour ban, and it happened on my day off anyway. So, like, if not for people panicking and asking me why they couldn't see my channel, I wouldn't even have known I got 
Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> we out here. We would like to be in there, being in your your phone and also your uh, your heart. Hell yeah. <laughs> See you later.